Hi, this is James Gray. Welcome to the Gray Matter Podcast, where I share ideas, mindsets, and technology to innovate your best self and unlock high performance. Uh, welcome. It's January 17th, 2024. It's warming up here in Austin. It was a chilly 16 degrees, again, waking up. And over these last number of days, I've been really working with a number of clients uh, who are really seeking a transition, transition of where they are uh, today and really wanting to be very intentional about their, their next step. And so through my own personal experience, as well as working with other people, I've identified at least five sources of, of friction that really stand behind the, kind of where you are today and the job that you want tomorrow. And I kind of encourage people to really kind of think it that way, kind of like these two states, you've got your current state and future state, and kind of in between those two states, really, that's where the, the friction lies. Um, and so what I'd like to do is just kind of share what those five areas are and offer you some resources around how you might uh, overcome them. And of course, the first one, the first source of friction is closing a skill gap. Uh, and that's essentially what your expertise is. And a few ways you can go about uh, really identifying that. One, you can do a skills assessment, looking at the skills that you have and expectations for a certain role. You can look at job descriptions that outline all of the, the capabilities and the requirements for job. And that will certainly tease out uh, some specific things, although uh, for certain jobs, you're going to see uh, an overlap. The other thing you can do, and I encourage uh, my clients and grad students to do that, is reaching out to people who are in those jobs at those target companies and just ask them if they'd be willing to hop on a call for, let's say, 15 minutes and give you some feedback around your profile and where you might have some gaps in your in your expertise. And then once you know what those gaps are, you can start to build a development plan of the things that you're going to do to kind of chip away. Um, you'll always have a gap, certainly, because you wouldn't want to uh, you know, go to a job if you've mastered all those, but um, enough where it kind of overcomes the activation energy where people could consider you given that the skills that you have, knowing, of course, that you're going to learn and grow on the job. So that's the first uh, source of friction of closing this skill gap. The second area is really around identity. It's innovating how you see yourself and you show up. And that identity is is this invisible force that can really influence how we show up in social settings, how we position ourselves online, around how we write, how we communicate. Uh, in fact, if we do not see ourselves in the identity of this future job that, that we want, if we don't show up that way, certainly other people are not going to, to see us in that light as well. So really coming to grips around your current identity and what you might need to evolve into and really showcase that through rituals and behaviors is really an important element because a lot of things really emanate from this whole idea of identity. I've got a full article that I've written and that's included here in this particular post around looking at your current identity and things that you can do to really shape a future identity. So that's the second source of friction is is your identity. Uh, the third one is uh, your brand, is raising the visibility and credibility of your product. You have 
a product that you're uh, showcasing. And I use this product management metaphor quite a bit in uh, my coaching uh, because I think it's an easy uh, concept to grasp. We have a, a current product um, that's got a certain value proposition. And frankly, if people aren't aware of your product in the market, uh, they're certainly not gonna buy it. And if you don't have any validation of the credibility of your product, then people are not gonna buy it. Again, very similar to identical effect to uh, our own buying uh, habits. So there's a number of things that we can do to uh, increase the visibility and the credibility of our products. Certainly uh, where you've got potential buyers, let's say um, you know most of us are professionals on LinkedIn. So uh, creating, uh, these uh, these kind of articles is one way to do it, kind of thought leadership posts that really kind of raise the vis visibility uh, around who you are, your expertise. And again, this is kind of ties into what we talked about identity. And then uh, really the credibility of your product. So what do other people um, really think about you? Do you actually have validations through uh, recommendations or people who are acting as, as references? Or have you associated yourselves with, let's say, social proof through the strong companies or strong brands that you've done work with? Uh, there's, there's various ways, certainly, to, to grow uh, your brand. And I'll include a couple of references in this post as well. Uh, so that's the third source of friction is this whole idea of raising the, the strength and the visibility of your brand. The fourth one is um, engaging people who are going to serve as mentors and open doors. And so this is your network. And listen, we all need help getting our next job. And so people as mentors can can also be a source of closing our skill gap through their expertise. They can also guide us in the, the search process. And we also are looking for developing relationships for people who can actually help us make this transition. And so that's, that's the key word, you know, like people who, who are actually in a position and we being very clear to them, ideally how we would love for them to help us. So us being clear about what that is. And, and a lot of times we need people to open up certain doors and th those doors could be connecting us with somebody at that target organization who we're really looking to, to work for, making a contact, um, really advocating for ourselves in, in, in behalf. And so certainly if you've got a, a network that's diverse and is broad and then targeted in the areas of people who are kind of close to the, the, the jobs, certainly if it's in a, a specific company, really strengthening the power of our network. And that that network, as we grow it, really also increases the the, the kind of the surface area of luck, right? Uh, more people, uh, certainly if they're uh, kind of tier two or tier three connections, it's been proven that um, those are actually the ones that um, have a higher likelihood of helping us land jobs. And so the fourth kind of source of friction is that is that network. And I certainly work with a lot of people who've got small networks and that's certainly limiting themselves and encouraging them to really be proactive and in, in reaching out and growing that. Uh, the fifth area is, it's pretty simple, but we need to make better decisions each day. And so uh, really our own decision-making sometimes can really prevent us from moving down the path. And we make hundreds of decisions every day 
and it's those tiny decisions we make throughout the day that either move us closer to the desired target that we have or kind of move us away. Um, and I've included a book in this post that I absolutely love, um, Clear Thinking uh, by, by Shane Parrish. Um, he's, he also has the, the Knowledge Project podcast that I love. So that's a book that if you're looking to make better decisions, I highly recommend that. So those are uh, five kind of areas of friction. If, if you're someone who's... Uh, Thinking about a transition and working in a transition, I would highly encourage you to think about these five areas of expertise, identity, brand, network, and the quality of your decision-making as important areas that require focus and execution as you go on this strategic uh, job search. So uh, I hope that um, this short uh, summary is helpful, and I look forward to our next conversation.